So now there's some ability at the high school level to have some NIL. The law does say once you sign your national letter of intent, are you accepted to a college? Your answer is yes. Welcome, everybody, to the Coaches in the Mouth. This is Coach Jeff Williams along with Coach Bray Cook, the mouth Brent Bender. Guys, got a big big guest on today a little bit to educate us. We're going to get educated today a little bit. We've been on the show talking about NIL and, you know, what's the rules and who can do this and, you know, when can a kid get paid in high school or not and those things. So we're going to bring the guy on that wrote it, the NIL for the state of Arkansas, uh, Speaker of the House from Union County, uh, Mr. Matthew Shepard, along with the, the AAA Executive President, uh, Lance Taylor. Bray, I mean, you're in the thick of things, and we've been having this discussion, and Brent and all of us. What do you want to hear from these guys? What do you want to get educated? What's the answers you are, are looking to find out about? Well, like you said, you know, I'm, I'm going to take notes. Uh, it's such a new and interesting frontier where on one side of it, you know, you see all these college coaches kind of losing their minds over what the game has become. I mean, Saban just retired, I would argue, somewhat probably because yeah. of this. Uh, and on the other hand, um, you know, everything trickles uh, downhill a little bit, and it's almost as if, high school football is next uh and and what can you do what can't you do and what do we want to allow um come into our sport yeah and what, what's best for the game also mouth what are you looking forward to hearing i'm looking forward to hearing matthew's opinion on how can we govern what nils you can spend i mean are we going to get to a point where we have a czar of college football that are we set a salary cap for all the major conferences of how much each team can spend. Because right now, the ones that the schools that have the money, they're the ones that's going to be getting the good players and the schools that don't have big NIL pockets, they're going to be, they're going to be losing ground faster, the quicker than ever. Well, it is. And like I said, I, I was listening to Joe Clatt on the way over here and, uh, he started naming, you know, the top receiver, top defensive lineman, and they're not going, some of them are not going to your Alabama's, Georgia, you know, USC, you know, the, the marquee brands, Michigan, Ohio State. A lot of them are going like, you know, to Maryland or, you know, to Texas Tech or something, you know, and it's all about the NIL deal, you know, what kind of deals are getting in. And, and I don't know if it's a level playing field or not, but I'm with you. I think eventually they're going to have to look at things with salary cap and, and things like that. But I'm more interested in see you know, how this all came about, who was all involved in writing this, this, uh, this law. And then, you know, obviously then they changed it in 2023 and, and try to update it. If they're going to continue to update it. Well, let's don't mess around anymore. Let's go ahead and get them on our BSN guest, uh, speaker of the house, Matthew Shepard, executive director of the Arkansas activity association, Lance Taylor. Hey, let's get in this, Matthew, this NIL deal. We were talking here before we started. Talk to us about the whole process because, you know, there's a lot of people here in NIL and, you know, kids getting paid in college and, and it's, you know, some places happening in high school, I don't know, and uh, in that part of it. But talk to us when this all hit. You know, I, I remember back, I, I guess about 2020, 
you know, it comes out the NIL deal and really nobody knew how it was going to work, how it was going to look. And you got to jump into the process. So talk to us a little bit about how that process started, how you were involved and just all the details, ins and outs of it. Yeah. So, uh, first off, Jeff and Bray, it's, uh, it's good to uh, be with you guys uh, today. Appreciate y'all having me on. Uh, look forward to talking about NIL. But if you want to talk about old Jeff Williams stories from El Dorado, we can do that. <laughs> but yes. uh, <laughs> there's a few of them back, out there. <laughs> <laughs> you go back to, like you said, Jeff, it was probably 2020 is when this really uh, became kind of a front burner issue. And if you guys will recall, Congress was actually looking to try and address NIL at the college level, and uh, they just weren't able to get it done. And so around 2020, as we're leading up to the 2021 session, uh, I started working with uh, primarily folks at the University of Arkansas, but the other colleges, uh, some of our other colleges were involved, some other legislators were involved, because what we were seeing is that other states were starting to, to look at it and take it up. And, uh, you know, we were one of the first to pass it, one of the first few states to pass it. But we delayed the implementation a little bit because we wanted some time to try and make sure that you know, everybody had their ducks in a row. Um, but, you know, I, I tell people in a, in a perfect world, you know, I, I wish that we weren't having to deal with this. But the fact of the matter is that everybody else, this is the this is where the world was going and in order for us to be competitive at any of our schools in the state of Arkansas, we had to have some uh, some way to participate in NIL for our student athletes too. Otherwise, we were going to get we were going to be so far behind recruiting wise. And so, I think that's one of the reasons why you see the U of A and others uh, were were you know the university was very involved and, and worked with us and put this together. And we felt like in twenty one it was a good bill had strong support across the board. And then in 23, back, uh, you know, just just almost a year ago, we came back and amended it, expanded it a little bit. So now there's, there is, um, you know, some ability at the high school level to have some NIL. Uh, but that's really what kind of brought it to the forefront. You know, maybe at some point Congress will step in and act, and then we'll have some uniformity across the country. But for right now, it's really a state by state basis. And it's in some ways the we we tried to, at, at least for the collegiate level, we tried to have uh, legislation both in 21 and then what we amended in 23 to give our colleges the best opportunity to compete, because that's really what it is. This is in, in part is trying to allow our colleges to be able to recruit student athletes and our student athletes to be able to take advantage of name and image and likeness, just like the others are across the country. Well, let me ask you this. And you, you talked about changing it in 23, you know, where I think when they can, they sign a scholarship, they're actually could get paid. I think I'm correct on that. You know, sign a letter of intent. If they're in the state of Arkansas, Talk to me because you, you're looking in Arkansas is kind of different. You know, you, everybody kind of looks at the University of Arkansas, number one, but you're talking Arkansas State, UCA, and, uh, you know, Washita Baptist, Henderson State, Harding, all that kind of you know, SAU. Did you have get all those people together or was, you know, did you have a representative from everybody? No, it was more of a, it was more of a, of, I would say more of a U of A, ASU, uh, you know, and, and, to some degree, UCA was in the loop, 
but really, those were the ones uh, that because I mean, it's obviously in in the uh, when you look at you know FBS or, or Division One in basketball or FBS in football. I mean, that's real. That's where it becomes really a. Uh, it's not just a state issue. It's you're competing across the country. Um, but we but we were also mindful that whatever we were doing was going to have implication for all uh, for all levels of uh, of college athletics. But uh, we had when 21 uh, coach Pittman came down and testified for our bill, coach neighbors, coach Musselman, uh, of course, Hunter has been down several times to testify. And then in 23. I'm trying to think. I know that that Hunter came down and testified for that one as well, and uh, and we had uh, the the AD uh, both times from ASU come down, uh, and so we had good support. You know, it was good support from both the U of A and ASU, which was important, and that's why you saw it pass just with such a large large margin. I don't even think there was any opposition really. Well, let's hit this too. And you hit 2023. So you go in there kind of blind nail early on and everybody was, I mean, I, I was kind of had somebody yeah. in that process and it's so much different than when it started to what it is now. Talk to us a little bit about, you look back at 23, do you look at, you're looking at other States and comparing how do we compare NIL with our bill compared to Missouri compared to Tennessee to, you know, bordering yeah. Louisiana how, is ours different. How does that look? So it's, it's hard to say, but you know, I think everybody kind of takes a little bit from other places. Um, what I would say is that when we drafted ours, I, it, it was really designed to be, what can we do to that is best for our student athletes and our institutions of higher education. And then in 23, when we amended it, we cleaned it up some, and and one of the reasons that it that we modified it to allow it to uh, to there to be some opportunity in high school is that one of the things we were concerned about is let's say you had somebody in the state of Arkansas and under the twenty under the twenty one bill you had to be in college in I think you had to be enrolled I think was the language in order for you to participate in NIL. But let's say you're somebody, let's say that you committed, that you were committed to a school out of state that allowed for NIL across the board, even into high school. So what our concern was is that you might have other schools that were coming in. I think, uh, you know, secondhand, I understand this was happening. Now, I'm not, you know, this isn't firsthand. Well, it was, it was happening. We'll, we'll go but, ahead and put it out there. But, don't, don't fake but, it. It was happening. But, when, but the deal was like, hey, if, if you'll come, if you'll, if you'll commit and come down to a school out of Arkansas, we can go ahead and start getting you some NIL money, whereas if you're staying in state, you can't. So that's why we had to. One of the reasons we dropped that down to provide the uh, uh, to provide that now, if you have signed a letter of intent, or if you've been accepted, or you've signed some other type of an agreement to enroll, now as a even as a high school student, you're you are um, able to take advantage of uh, you know NIL opportunities. Well, Lance, let's hit over to you a little bit. I'm sitting in uh, Nashville, Tennessee last year at the National AD's Convention. I roll in with my suitcase, throw it down. Of course, I'm going to put the TV on, look for a little Pat McAfee going on or something like that. And the news hits and says, it's been passed NIL for high school kids in Tennessee. 
And I went, wow. And I think you were at the, the conference and they had a bunch of stuff about it. When you heard that, what was your first thought? Because you were there. And then how does that look with it comparing to other states? Your thoughts? It, it shocked me, to tell you the truth, Jeff. And just, I think we went to that NIL meeting together. I think yeah. we said, yes, we did. And trying to learn because it wasn't really made for us. I still think high school is education-based activities. It always has been. And it's not a right to play. It's a privilege to play in high school. And so we're really the last amateur level that there is. So it did worry me. Uh, we've had a lot of meetings from all 50 states, have an association like us across the country. We meet uh, twice a year. So there's been a lot of, of talk about it still. It still scares us because we don't know where we're going yet, especially in high school. There's not TV contracts worth millions of dollars where they're giving the college, I mean, the high schools $30 million a piece. You know, that's just not going to happen on our level. So we also want to protect on our level and make sure. And both of y'all played high school, both of y'all's coach. You want to walk out on that field and feel like you've got a level playing field. And you want you don't want that field tilted one way or the other, even if you're on top, because again, it's high school and it's community based. And again, it's education-based activities that we have. So it, we're still studying it. It's it's because some states have a, a law like Texas, I don't think ever they passed one or they, they ran one last year. It didn't pass the legislature down there, but it was for 18 years or older. And the reason why, because once you're a minor, that's a whole different thing than when you're over 18. And so the parents have to be involved and a lot more has to happen. So, again, I think most states are just kind of seeing what's going to happen right now kind of still waiting for see what con Congress does, just like uh, the speaker said about collegiate to make it fair for everybody. Because, as you know, the coaches y'all talk to on the college level, they don't think it's fair. And I think that's a big worry. And they, they don't we don't want that down in our level. Uh, but we also want to make sure we treat kids right and do right and teach them the life skills. That's what we think they get out of activities on our level. And hopefully y'all think the same thing. From perseverance, you know, hard work, teamwork, all those things that we preach that'll be a life lesson. Because both of y'all know only 98% of our kids, after their last game is over, they're finished. Now, they might play rec or something like that. But, but again, so we're more education-based than, of course, the collegiate level. And both of y'all know that. Yep. All right, Bray. Well, it's such an interesting topic. And and like y'all said, you know, it's changing and, and we're right. It's new. Uh, so we're kind of figuring this thing out. Um, but like you said, 98% of these kids uh, are not going to go on, you know, to that next level. So when I look at the NIL and in the terms of high school, um, for me, it's almost an opportunity for kids to maybe get involved with a business that is uh, maybe a career path for them, something they're interested in. I've got an athlete, uh, very talented. I'm not sure if he's going to get to go to the next level. Great kid. Is there an opportunity for him to maybe get connected with, he wants to be a dentist one day. Is there maybe a high school NIL situation where if he's enrolled in college, can he have some kind of deal with uh, a dentistry in town and represent them in a commercial or something like that? I'm just, I'm just thinking as a high school coach, how can I get these opportunities for my kids? <laughs> 
You know, Bray, right now with commercials like that, as long as the kid's not getting paid right now, they can be in commercials. They can. So, again, it's just not they can't receive any benefits doing it. So our rules are a little bit different. They can be in commercials. We and they can represent somebody like that dentist and learn those skills and be ready for college and be ready for after college. But again, right now they can't receive benefits until if they sign a, I think what the, what the legislature, our legislature put in, there's like three lines. And of course the speaker's more uh, in tune to this with I am, but right now what it says, once you sign your national letter of intent or you have been accepted to college, then you can start receiving NIL on our level, getting ready for it to, because you're going, you've already signed your national letter of intent, you're going to college. And so that helps them get ready to go ahead and get ready to start uh, benefiting from the NIL on that level. Okay. So just following what you just said, if I've got that young man who wants to be a dentist someday, maybe he does have a walk-on opportunity uh, at a smaller school in Arkansas. If he's accepted into that school, can he then make that commercial and, and make a little bit of money off of it? Yes, sir. Yeah, because that's what the law says. And, and the speaker can help us with that, too. But again, I think what it says, and he's more an expert because he wrote it and, and worked with a lot of people. And he's been very good to us. I want you all both to understand because we're trying to protect our, our level, our amateurism, especially on our level. Okay, that's that's trying to make it level and and keep kids in their own community and play for their own school. So that's part of it. But again, I think the law does say once you sign your national letter of intent or you're accepted to a college, which you can only do as a senior because y'all both know you got to have a transcript to be accepted. So once that happens, your answer is yes. Wow. I think think it has to be. I think that that. uh, yeah, you have to be been accepted, sign a letter of intent, or sign some other type of agreement to enroll. I think is the language, and and I believe it's also it has to be with the university in the state of Arkansas. But yeah, so, so it, it did when when we made that change, it did provide some opportunity. Now, you know, people need to keep in mind if you have state law, but then you got the AAA over here, and. So there was a period of time after we passed it that then the AAA came, you know, that made AAA rules on amateurism didn't necessarily mesh. But Lance and the AAA came back and they came up with some language. And I think they had adopted it that that he and I talked about it a bit about uh, making sure that AAA, the AAA rules mirror state law so that you can fully take advantage of that opportunity. Let me, let me ask you this, Matthew, just to so I get clear, say, say, uh, you know, at P Ridge or whatever, I signed a scholarship to Auburn, but I'm not graduating until May. Do I get paid then since I'm leaving the state or I got to stay in state? Well, get paid. I think, I think that the, the, I think the statute refers to being, uh, enrolled or accepted to an institution in Arkansas. Now you could get into there's probably some discussion about, well, does Alabama's law apply to you at that point? I mean, that was part of the deal that we were trying to work through. So, I mean, that's a good example of there could be some some stills. That, I mean, it, there's still some probably gray areas out there that folks, you know, you're having to work through and that that things have been um, have been. You know, we that's why we had to make some changes in 23 coming out of 21. One of the things we put in there that 
is we also made it against the law to interfere with an NIL agreement. And uh, one of the, the, the thought on that is that if you've got an NIL agreement that we don't want other schools coming in and trying to interfere or outbid an agreement that's already in place. And so it, that's kind of an example of how the law is, you know, at least in Arkansas, but every state is, it's kind of, it's kind of evolving over time. And then I've, I, you know, I've read or heard that like some states are kind of getting away from even the specifics to just trying to make it where it's just kind of wide open because again, it's, it's, there's a, there's a, an element, particularly when it comes to college athletics, that it's, it's, it's competitive, certainly across the South, but across the country, when you start looking state to state. Well, it's funny. I'm, I was listening to Joe Clatt, uh, today and he's talked went through you know the top offensive line the top quarterback and all this deal and they're not really going to the the big powers you know they're going to other places just because they get a better nil deal and uh, yeah which is you know I and, and I, think, I think that and lance and i talked about this earlier that and and i said i've said this every time in committee i've said it tonight like you know it would have suited me fine for everything to stay the way it's all and it always been and not have to worry about the money and all that. But the fact is that's where, that's where everything's been heading for a lot of reasons. You know, there's court cases and other things out there, but you know, I think when you look to college athletics, the real thing that, that has probably made it, uh, created kind of this greater upheaval is, is, is not NIL on its own, but it's NIL, than with the transfer portal. And that's one of the things that, particularly at the high school level, you know, I know there's some folks that want to go full NIL at the high school level or whatever, and then you've got, I mean, there's always issues about transfers, right? Even at high school, I mean, every, every year there's question. you know, there's going to be issues that arise. And so that's something that for me, I think Lance uh, would agree is, trying to be mindful of how those things could potentially interact because, uh, you know, with the transfer portal at the college level with NIL, that's, uh, that's what's created this almost a free agency type situation. Fortunately, right now at the high school level, we don't have that situation, but you know, if you make some changes here or there, and I know Jeff, you and some other coaches were there at the state capital back in the spring to try and help us to kind of, uh, keep some things in place to try and protect against that. But that, I think that's the, one of the things that people need to be aware of. And that sometimes people want to talk about NIL or they think, Oh, we got to do this or do that. Well, you got to look at what else is going on because that in combination with making changes on transfers and other things could really, that could really uh, change a lot of things and, and make the landscape for high school athletics vastly different. Uh, there's no doubt. And we, of course, our show, we got a lot of college guys on here and it's, it's, it's funny. We had Tim Horton, who's at air force and you know, he's loving life cause he don't have to deal with it. But every one of those guys, you know, it's a, a three sixty five, and you know, you're on vacation. Hey, you got to get back. We got a guy. I was talking to a coach the other night on the phone for 15 minutes. He got off the phone with me twice because he got a portal guy and he's got to get him NIL money. You know, it, it just, it's, it's crazy. Uh, Lance, let's go back with you a little bit. And you've been around a long time. You've seen all kinds of changes through the, the whole process. 
it's kind of both of you. What do you see? And I'm the, if you got a crystal ball here, what do you see three to five, three or four years down the road? Where do you think this thing's coming? Uh, you know, everybody's talking about, you know, we got to put a timeline on portal, which that doesn't have anything to do with what we're talking about, but NIL, where do you see this deal? Do you, you think Matthew, you're going to have to go back and reword it or, or do something different? Where do you see if you got a crystal ball, where do you see this thing coming in three or four years? Matthew, you go first and Lance, you follow up. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not very good at predicting, but, uh, you know, I think that the pressure is going to, I think that undoubtedly the pressure is going to be there to continue to expand. I mean, to, to, there's folks that want to open it, you know, open NIL wide open in high school athletics. My, my thing is, I just, I just hope that we can be very careful and think through because once you do, once you kind of go down that road, it's, it's really hard to then move back the other direction. And, uh, you know, again, I think that thinking about it in terms of not just NIL, but anything else that changes with regard to high school athletics and whether it's transfers or other things, I think all that factors into it. Because if it was just an NIL discussion, that might be easier to deal with. But the fact is that now you've got you've got a lot of different things just at play that, um you know, high school, high school athletics that you guys know, I mean, it's, it certainly has been elevated. It's always been a big deal, but it's, it's, it just seems like it continues to, to grow. And, and in some cases kind of almost even rivals college athletics in, in some places and, and just in terms of interest. And, and uh, so, you know, I think there continue to be some pressure there, but what I hope is it will just be, you know, be deliberate, talk with parents, talk with coaches, educators, you know, get feedback and and just like we've done with the, you know, from a college perspective and trying to, and working with the U of A and ASU and uh, a lot of different folks to to try to come up with something that that makes sense. I agree. I, I mean, I, I think that's why I'm the AAA is so lucky to have somebody like the speaker in that position that he's in right now. Because again, I think you gotta be very careful not to ruin what we have right now because y'all both know and y'all both experience it. It's really good. It's really good for kids. And it's really good to get kids involved. And I'm gonna, you know, I take that education base because if they're involved, folks, and y'all know this, they're gonna have a higher GPA, they're gonna have a higher ACT test. They're gonna be a less discipline problem. You just go on and on and on and the benefits they receive. And again, 98% of them are never gonna play past high school. So again, I think we wanna make sure we look at it and we examine it like the speaker said, because again, it's very important for a lot of kids to be involved and we want to keep that's one thing we harp on in our office, get more kids involved. And it doesn't matter what it is. It can be band, choir, esports, bowling. It, it, all that is important to those kids. And we've got to keep it out there. So, again, they think they have a level playing field whenever they step out on any kind of court or any kind of event that they're involved in. So, again, we're, we're very lucky to have the speaker uh heading this and making sure that we're looking ahead and, and keeping the interests of all kids involved. Well, you, you hit it. And, 
you got to use common sense. At the end of the day, of it is, is common sense. And I think we live in a world where you know everybody's kind of a little bit about themselves and things like that. But we got to do what's best for kids. At the end of the day, that's that's what Correct. I know. You're here. He's here. We're all here for is what's best for kids and, and not necessarily what's best for adults. You know what I'm saying? And and uh, in in that part of it, Bray, you got any questions? Man hit all of it this is it's an exciting topic and and you know like you said it's important to um <clears throat> to respect the game that we that we play and, and and are able to coach and work with every single day and um what a, what an exciting challenge it's fun to sit here and think about though if all the old linemen could get free rights you know for the rest of their life <laughs> and you know they would but i know i know i would but uh, hold you know game. you know one of the things i'll just say this is is you know occasionally just because my name's been associated with it, I'll get calls from parents or mm-hmm. coaches or others. And, you know, one of the things that I think is important and for any student athlete or parent out there that's thinking about this is what I would say is, look, you got to, you, you got to be communicating with your coach, your athletic director, and, and then beyond that, even with, and the AAA, but then beyond that with, uh, with the way the law is written, you know, to Bray's question about well, what if you signed out of state? Well, I mean, and I was looking at it again here in front of me. I mean, we it's drafted to where it it it's it really is focused on you've signed or accepted to an Arkansas institution. So that's kind of another area. If you're going out of state, then that you know there that's going to get into some stuff about well, does their state law apply? And then that may not match up real well with AAA rules, and so. People just got to be very careful in that area, even even with what's in place, because there's a lot of opportunities to, you know, kind of trip up along the way. And the last thing anybody wants is to, you know, jeopardize their eligibility or cause them to forfeit some games or other things like that. So last question this is for you, Matthew, and you kind of hit on it. Do you think other states Let's just just throw it out there. College football is so competitive. I mean, I mean, it's a it's a big money maker. It's a big deal. Yeah. Do you think other states are looking at other people's bill to try to? Yeah. Benefit benefit them. I mean, talk to me a little bit about that. Yeah. Yeah. And and the yeah, I think other states are. I think people are looking at other states. I I think certainly the higher education institutions are looking at each other. I mean, those institutions are are, uh, you know not to speak for them or whatever, but, but they, t- they're talking, right. And they, whether it's in DC or what else is going on. So I think that, that, uh, you know, my focus was trying to do what, what, you know, UA, U of A and ASU in particular, what they felt like was the, the right fit for them in terms of competitiveness, but undoubtedly states are looking at each other. And so as people make changes, that's, that's going to create, uh, that's going to cause other people to make changes. I mean, that's just the way it is. And that's why I think you see commissioner Sankey and others that are really lobbying Congress to say, y'all got to step in because, uh, it's, it's kind of a, it's kind of an arms race a little bit, just in terms of how you legislate. Like I said, I think I was reading an article, um, a month or two ago about a state that was like, looking at maybe just repealing all of it and just saying you can do whatever and just just throwing it wide open. And so yeah, I mean undoubtedly folks are looking at each other and trying to take things. I mean, I think that just like I mentioned the deal about 
you can't, you're not supposed to interfere in an NIL agreement. That's to undoubtedly other states are looking at that. And I'm sure we'll probably see that show up in somebody else's legislation at some point. Wow. Well, Lance, you talked to, you know, bordering states, other people in your position, other states, what's their thought process? Probably, probably similar to yours, but, but, and some of them got it. I mean, guys in Tennessee, bam, they got it in other places. What's their thought process? The ones that have it and the ones like us that, that don't have it. And where's the happy medium there? And, and what's, what's the conversation there? Well, again, I, I think when, when the speaker was talking about earlier, Jeff, when, you take the NIL, and then you take the transfer. Well, we're kind of already leveled up to transfer probably pretty high, and other states have not. And okay, and so some of them have been NIL, but they're keeping their, their transfer because they don't want that to happen. So, again, I think you've got to have – you can't have them both because then that starts doing things that you don't want to happen. And kids not leaving for academics, but maybe for other reasons – and especially on our level where not many are going to play on y'all's level, the one, especially Bray, that you played on uh, that high level. You don't, you want kids to, it's, it's about education first. It's got to be at the high school level. It's amateur. And so, again, we got to be very careful. And I think a lot of states are trying to pull back. And I think the speaker was very honest with y'all earlier. It's hard to pull back when you've already let it out. And so you, I think that's why we got to keep, just go slow. Change is going to happen. Change always happens, guys. Everything's changed. And that's okay. But it doesn't mean you have to be out front when you don't know what's going to happen. You kind of want to want to know what's happened so you can control everything out there. And I think that's where we are right now. We want to do it right when we have to do it. Matthew, I'll get you guys off here, is do you think, you know, nationally they'll ha- end up being one NIL rules and and not state to state or they don't want to deal with it and just toss it back to you guys. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's what folks hope Congress will do, at least at the collegiate level. I don't know that the, I'm certainly no expert on it. Not, not, not that I deal with the NCAA, but you know, what, what you kind of hear is that maybe the NCAA is probably not in the strongest position to be able to, to legislate it. So I think if it's going to happen, it's going to have to come from Congress. And I think that's what a lot of people were hoping for three years ago or four years ago. It didn't happen. And it got kind of put on the back burner. Uh, you know, you, you're starting to see more and more people again back to, you know, going back to D.C. trying to advocate. So I think that in terms of, of leveling the playing field and being and helping college athletics to be you know, having parity and competitiveness across the board, that would probably be the best thing that could happen. Now, could that, what would that look like with regard to high school NIL? Because that's a different scenario we could do. You know, I think probably there would still be some ability for a, for each state to kind of do their own thing because they're not really competing across state lines or not. They're not, uh, I guess they do to some degree, but not, it's not the same as when you're talking about collegiate athletics so I think that's the thing to watch is just what happens at Congress at, at, in the Congress, and uh, you know, is is there some uh, agreement reached there? Uh, because if if it's going to happen, that's where it's going to have to come from. I got you. Well, this is probably the most important question I'm going to ask you, Matthew, of the day: is uh, how's Wildcats going to be next year? Uh, we're going to be we're going to be much yeah. improved, much improved. I that's think. Right. So. 
young team yeah. last year. Uh, yeah, very young team. Very, very young team. Played a lot of young guys. You know, we even had Lance came down to a game. Hey, I got him talking about more staying, but he doesn't like it. Uh, he was on the radio with, we need to get you to come back to an El Dorado game. Yeah. I'd love to do that. I, if these people let me out of work for a couple of days, I'd love to come down there. You know, still working for a living, man. Still working huh? for a living over here. Yeah. But I, yeah. We're going to well, be working. We're gonna be we're gonna be improved, you know. We're not too 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 far removed from a state championship. We got we need to get back there, right? That's right, that's right. Cause we're flying underneath the radar, buddy. We're flying underneath <laughs> the radar. I like it. We'll keep quiet. No noise down there. I like it. Well, guys, hey, we appreciate you coming on because and appreciate you educating us because there's there's you know just like you talk, I get phone calls, bring brace it over and talk. And we get people on here that you know when they hear NIL, all the things just paying players and it's just, uh, uh, you know, just happening all the time and get the people educated on what the rules are, how it works and in that part. And we really appreciate your time and, uh, Hey, we'll probably have back on here again, man. All right. Sounds good. Thanks right. guys. Thank, right, guys. Guys. Thank you. Yes, Thank sir. See you, man. Man, what what an education! I mean, I mean, we're going through that, and there's things I thought I knew, and I was pretty in tune to what was going on, and and just learning the way that thing was built and how they've had to change it, and and comparing to other states. What what did you get out of it, Bray? Well, you know, them talking about what they had to allow um, for high schools to already kind of have uh, when they built the law in order for these kids who are going to the U of A to get some NIL started. Um, there's room in there for, for high schools to, to dip in a little bit on this. And then it's, it's, who's going to be the first. Yep. Brent. I mean, you're, you're all involved in it, man. You're, you're the NIL guy right there, buddy. Um, I don't know. It's NIL has opened up a whole new can of, can of worms. And I'm just impressed that, uh, Matthew Shepard, um, young man, a man from El Dorado, I've known forever, uh, went to, and, uh, I'm impressed that he's the one speaker of the house of our state of Arkansas. And he's the one that is the author of this, of the NIL bill that I, that makes me feel like we're in really good hands with the state of Arkansas and, and NIL. There's no doubt. And, and, you, and you hit with Matthew a little bit, you know, he, he's got a, you know, athletic background and, and, good common sense and understands it's very involved in high school athletics and college athletics and falls things. And, uh, you know, having him there doing that with somebody with common sense, uh, is, is that makes is me deep. sleep better at night too, you know, and everything. But, well, that was a great, I hope every coach in Arkansas needs to watch this podcast because of that. Well, Bray, let's get off here real quick. Uh, subscribers, followers, we're, we're booming up a little bit. Well, hey, we've got to get keep rolling, make this thing happen. Uh, once again, let's get, let's get everybody on board. Let's talk about our merch a little bit. The merch bit. is up, coach. The hoodie, uh, the joggers, uh, the stickers, they're online. So, uh, so those, those are out for the people. The people asked for it. We delivered. Uh, we'll continue to grow those things as products, um, get requested. You want a t shirt? We'll put t shirt up there as well. We'll talk to us, uh, about where they can find us in, in that part of it. Um, yeah, the subscribes, uh, the likes are huge. Uh, we are on YouTube as Coaches in the Mouth. Uh, on, on X, we are Coaches Pod. 
You search either one of those two things, you'll find us. Our full episodes are on YouTube. They're also on X. Uh, also going to start pushing out to Facebook. Um, you can find us on any social media um, that you're looking for us. Well, great show again, men. We'll be back in action next week. Yes. And uh, I tell you what, that was a great education for everybody right there. Well, for Jeff Williams, Coach Bray Cook, the mouth Brent Bender, we'll see you next time.